Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Huge news, folks. Huge, huge news. Donald Trump-like huge. It's huge. Got to make the hand gesticulations, too. An exclusive. Our first huge exclusive here on the Dan Bongino Show. Um, Lieutenant General Mike Flynn. Yes, um, we'll be interviewing him later today to be broadcast tomorrow, Thursday, the 3rd, is it? Yes, because my birthday's on Friday. 46, who knew? Now everyone. Um, This is going to be good. He is an amazing patriot, and it is a tremendous honor that he was willing to talk to us and sit down. Uh, We'll be conducting it today, again, to be broadcast tomorrow, Thursday, December 3rd. Um, Sometime in the afternoon, I'll announce the time tomorrow. So um, please, you are uh, not going to want to miss that one. Today's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Get a VPN now. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs, ladies and gentlemen. A VPN is important. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I know Producer Joe is pretty stoked about that interview, too. We're just talking about it. How are you? Fine, sir. Yes, old man. I am uh, stoked about the interview. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I had to get that in 46. There, You're 10 years older than I me. Know. I'm an old man. You're the oldest... <laughs> But I did, did I said this to you that I was joking with, no, it was Paula. How, remember back in, you know, I was born in the, in the 70s. You were born a little bit before that. Mm-hmm. But remember back in a day, like the non-PC world, like anyone who was old, you called them old man. <laughs> like I had my neighbor, he was like old man Joe hey, old man. and old man, Mr. Save. And nobody took offense to it. You said that now, forget it. You'd be like, yeah. you'd be on the front page of uh, of Mediaite every day. Oh my gosh, cool. But that was it. That was when we were kids. They were like, oh yeah, old man Joe's out there. Let's go sit with him on the porch. And we would just BS with him all day. Yeah. Now everything's PC. You'd probably be sued out of existence for saying that. <laughs> so you are not old, Banjo. But yes, I am getting older, my good friend. So you're, thank you're you. Cool, All right. Hi. Loaded show today, including an update about our friend in North Carolina, Jax from Apex Tattoo Factory. You don't right. want to miss that. Today's show brought to you by LifeLock. Hey, with the holidays approaching, it's important to practice safe online shopping. Only shop at websites with URLs that start with HTTPS. There should be an icon of a locked padlock, typically to the left of the URL. And don't overshare. No online retailer needs your social security number or your date of birth. I warned about this yesterday on my show, a scam they were pulling on my Facebook page. Don't give that kind of information. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity identity theft affect you. It happened to me. Literally, not figuratively. I had my identity theft, uh, my identity stolen. It was a total nightmare. It took me a year to clean up. This holiday season, you can miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit and bank statements. What do you do? Do what I did for me and the whole family. My kids too. Get LifeLock, the leader in identity theft protection. LifeLock, LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. And when they detect your information is being used on their network, if they do, they'll send you an alert. I get a text. It's terrific. No one can, well, it's not terrific when you get the text, but you know, and you can fix it right away. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year. Just go to LifeLock.com slash Bongino. Get that URL, LifeLock.com slash Bongino. Get 25% off. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, folks, today's going to be stacked. I got this Iran hit, some inside baseball, and this first story, good bill, bad bill. I got Section 230 stuff, James O'Keefe, loaded show. Please don't go anywhere. Let's get right to it. Number one, good bill, bad bill. What do I mean? It was a bill in Congress. What bill are we talking about? Talking about Bill Buckner? Who are we talking? No, no, no. We're talking about Bill Barr, the attorney general. So we had a good bill moment and a bad bill moment yesterday. Let's start with the good stuff because it's a holiday season and we all want to be cheery. We can get to the bad stuff in a minute. Washington Examiner story that'll be up in the show notes can always access our show notes at Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's free. The newsletter is the show notes. Read this article up there by the great, one of our favorites, Jerry Dunleavy from the Washington Examiner. Attorney General Bill Barr appoints John Durham as special counsel to investigate further criminality in Russia inquiry. Before we get to the screen caps from this piece, a couple caveats. Many of you are probably saying, what do you mean? I thought John Durham was already appointed as a special counsel to investigate the Democrats and uh, law enforcement community's role in spying on the Trump team. No, he was basically just a special assistant and did not have the title special counsel. A lot of you are probably like, who the hell cares? Why does that matter? Oh, because now it's on paper and it's official 
that he's a special counsel. Which makes a few things very difficult in the event if, if Biden wins this election. Makes it very difficult for a potential President Biden. Damn, we're not talking about President Biden. I don't want to talk about it either because I don't think he won this thing. But if it did happen, naming him special counsel, I'll get to this in a second, makes it really, really hard for a Joe Biden administration to do anything other than itch and moan about it with a B in front of it. I'll explain why in a minute with some killer video from the great Harmie Dillon. Barr is effectively inoculated John Durham right now. If he was just a regular old lawyer in the Justice Department, I'm absolutely sure a disastrous, if Joe Biden administration, would make John Durham investigating the Spygate scandal, would make his life pretty miserable. Wouldn't everybody agree? We'll go to the gallery here. Mm -hmm. Paula, yeah, head nod from Paula. Joe, miserable. Again, meatloaf, absolutely miserable. Two out of three ain't bad. I never count. So from the Washington Examiner piece, here's a screen cap. This was done a little while ago, though. It wasn't done yesterday. Why did we read about this yesterday? This disappointment was done a little while ago. Not disappointment. This appointment. It's my queen's coming out. <laughs> Quote, this is from the, uh, uh, the authorization letter. The special counsel, John Durham, is authorized to investigate. I want you to listen at the end. Something very important comes up here. To investigate whether any federal official, employee, or any other person or entity, pretty wide ranging, right? Violated the law in connection with the intelligence, counterintelligence, or law enforcement activities directed at the 2016 presidential campaigns. Campaigns, Joe. What, campaigns? Oh, Oh, don't go anywhere, Paula. Leave that up, please. Because some others would like to read ahead on Rumble. Joe, he said campaigns. Plural. That's interesting. Because I thought this was just directed at the Trump campaign. No, no. If you listen to my show every day, you know that's not true. Because I've already talked about how this was directed at multiple campaigns, including Ted Cruz and Ben Carson. Okay. He goes on what the special counsel is investigating. Also individuals associated with those campaigns. Wow. Campaigns. Joe, Joe, it's there. It's there again. Campaigns. (laughs) That's just so weird. That's that's so weird. I thought it was just about Trump, them spying on Trump. And individuals associated with the administration of President Donald J. Trump. Wait, 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 wait. Paula, leave it. I know it's a lot, Paula, but you got to leave the screencast. She's like itching to take the screenshot out. With the, she's like, with the administration of President Trump, I thought they didn't spy on President Trump. I thought they spied on candidate Trump. You got to learn to read this stuff. Huh. That's what I'm here for. Campaigns, President Trump. I thought they only spied on the campaign. Very weird how Barr would put this in writing. It goes on. This is the longest screenshot ever. It's driving Paula crazy. Including, but not limited to, Crossfire Hurricane and the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. Wow. If it, and it goes on, one more thing. If the special counsel believes it is necessary and appropriate, the special counsel is authorized to prosecute federal crimes arising from his, that's Mueller's investigation of these matters. Hmm. Huh? There's a lot in there. Now, caveat emptor, buyer beware. You know my take on this. No, folks, listen, I read all the Reddits. I love the Donald that that uh, it's like a blog they have with the Donald dot win or whatever. I'd love it. I read you guys all the time. AR15.com. I read everything. I love it because I love feedback on the show. I love it. I take it in like a Hoover vacuum. I love it because the show is for you. And when you're disappointed in something on the show, I'm disappointed. When you love something, it makes me feel good. But the show is about you. It's not about me. I can only listen once. The the one amount, the one piece of feedback I always get that stings, and I think it's confusion, so I let a lot of it go, is people sometimes on, whether it's Reddit or the Donald or AR15.com or other blogs or social media, they'll say, Dan's just hyping us up that Barr's going to do something. Uh, Joe, you're a regular listener to the show. Yes, I am. Part of your job, like your company works with us. <laughs> we have never said that. I have repeatedly said multiple times. Right. I've lost total faith in the Justice Department. And candidly, between you and I, I will be stunned if anybody else is prosecuted outside of Kevin Kleinsmith, the FBI lawyer. I'm not kidding. I'll be stunned. Pleasantly stunned, but stunned. I am not setting you up for anything or hyping anything up. I'm simply suggesting to you that Barr's not an idiot. He's a DC guy, a little more DC guy than I thought, sadly. That's not a compliment. And I'm gonna explain that in a minute too. But he's not dumb, Arrowhead. He is not done. I'm dumb. 
done. Dumb or done. Dumb or dumber or done and done. He's not. Neither one. Yeah. You have to read between the lines in that. Whether he does anything about it, I don't know. I already told you I have very little faith in any of these people anymore. Zero. But you don't put down in writing, Joe, that you're investigating, authorizing the special counsel to investigate presidential campaigns with an S. Campaigns. I thought this was about Trump. No, no, not if you listen to this show. Wait till I tell you about the intelligence gathering operation overseas on the other campaigns. You older listeners already know about that. This wasn't just directed at Trump. You have to ask him, where was George Papadopoulos first before he came associated with the Trump campaign? Oh, that's right, Ben Carson's campaign. That's kind of weird. It's crazy. It also says that they're looking into, the special counsel is going to be looking into the administration of President Trump and any illegal activity. I, 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 thought they, I thought this was just about the Trump campaign. Is he suggesting there may have been illegal activities directed at the Trump administration? I don't know, but he wrote it down. And for me not to tell you would be just stupid. Is he going to do anything about it? Again, my faith is pretty much zero. But it's there. Finally, the big kahuna of all three. My father used to call everything the big kahuna. Who even knows who the kahuna is? Was the kahuna <laughs> dude? I don't know. I'm call, I don't know who the kahuna is. But he's called everything the big kahuna. The big kahuna is the last line. That he is authorizing an investigation into potential what, of criminality and legality on behalf of Bob Mueller. Oh. <laughs> That's the greatest line ever. In the most incredible, ironic twist in human history, the special counsel has a special counsel investigating the special counsel for potential illegality the special counsel uh, committed while being investigated by a new special counsel. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that old show before Kevin Spacey got tired? House of Cards or got fired? Excuse me. He, who knows? Some other stuff. <laughs> but remember that show? This is like a total House of Cards episode. Conservatives should do their own like real House of Cards. This is amazing. Is And by amazing, I don't mean anything's going to happen. I just mean it's amazing that he even put this down on paper. Bob Mueller has to be an Andy Weissman. Their team of insaneocrats has to be sitting there scratching their head like, holy stuff. We didn't sign up for that. Now we are going to be under federal investigation. I want to scratch my nose. My daughter was sick. Yeah, get a piece of paper here. Wow. That's kind of weird. You like that, huh? It's all right. It's my show. Still love you. Kind of weird, right? The special counsel now is going to be forced to pr produce themselves for interviews and other things like that. Again, is anything going to happen? Eh. If I was a betting man, which I wasn't in my youth, but I am now. I don't mean like sports betting. I mean, I take some big gambles. So I'll bet on that. I would bet you the odds are pretty low. But don't think for a second that he put that down on paper, Bill Barr. Because he's a D.C. guy. Yeah, let's be honest. He's a D.C. guy. He put that down on paper by mistake. Joe, are you picking up what I'm laying down here? Yes, Dan, I am. Paula? Mm hmm Okay, thank you. Is anybody get a head nod out of there? All right. Like I say, meatloaf, two out of three ain't bad. So the excellent Harmeet Dillon, who I adore, bulldog lawyer out of uh, California who takes, who on the Fs to give scale, if you know what I mean, has zero Fs left to give. She doesn't give an mm, about anything. Uh, I'm telling you, there's no in the F's file. Her F's file is zero to give. Doesn't give any F's anymore. She was on last night on Shannon Bream's show on Fox. And she wanted to comment on this, that Bill Barr appointed uh, John Durham officially now. Back on October, back in October, this happened. I'll get to the significance of the date in a minute. In October, Dan, it's December. I know I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. The date of that's important. I announce it now. Ah, good bill, bad bill. But Harmie Dillon want to talk about, we're going to uh, talk about Jerry Nadler. You know, you know, Jerry. Remember Jerry who waddled off the stage at that press conference? Looked like he, I don't know, <laughs> yes. diaper was full or whatever. So we're going to call Jerry, Jerry Big Dumps Nadler, 
um, after Joe Biden, after Big Dumps Biden, but for different reasons. So Jerry Big Dumps, um, he had something to say about it. Jerry Nadler, uh, corruptocrat, you know, liberal hack who has been involved heavily in all of the PP tape stuff and the fake impeachment hoax. So Jerry Nadler came out and lost his mind over this. Oh my gosh, a special counsel. This is abuse. That president, uh, abu uh, just to be clear, you were okay, Jerry Big Dumps. He was okay with appointing Bob Mueller as a special counsel about the PP tape, about PP, about investigating a PP hoax. Everybody, he was totally cool with that. And yet John Durham, who's already successfully prosecuted someone, an FBI lawyer for lying in the case used to spy on Trump. He's definitely not okay with that, Joe. That, so Jerry, man of principle, yeah. Jerry Nadler. So Harmony Dillon last night on Fox just unloads on Big Dumps Nadler. Um, this, is, this is terrific. Check this out. Congressman Nadler is a joke. He has no standing to demand explanations on this or any other matter. Uh, we should not forget that the prior administration to President Trump set in wheels, set in motion a lot of wheels that were used to investigate him unjustly for a long time. That shouldn't happen again. So what we're having here is a... Attorney General making sure that an existing investigation into existing wrongdoing is completed. And even with this appointment, it doesn't guarantee that because whoever the next attorney general is, if there's a change of attorneys general, will ultimately have the authority to do a thumbs up or thumbs down on whatever is recommended by a special counsel. So I think it is a distinction without much of a difference, but it does seem to imply some longevity in this overlong investigation. I love Harmeet. Again, the F's file is zero. There's nothing. It gives no about it. Doesn't just like tells it like it. I love candor. I just adore it. So she calls out big dumps and she's like, Hey, he's demanding an explanation for the special counsel. He demands nothing. You get nothing. You get zero big dumps because you have zero credibility. You burn your credibility. You wanted a special counsel for the PP hoax hard pass on you and credibility on special counsels. But she brings up an interesting point and she does it in a ground. Did you catch it? I don't, I don't know if you caught it. Did you get some of you? Mm. Right. Did you get some of you may have caught it at the end? She says something interesting, but she does it in a way that's. She kind of slides in the back on that one. She doesn't come right through the front door and announce it. She's like, I'm at the party. Hey, I didn't see you come in. Yeah, I came into my, she says, oh, it's really not a big deal. She says that with a wink and a nod. I'll wink and nod for her. She goes, really not a big deal. She does like a big wink and nod, but she doesn't wink at all because she's, you know, she's being like coy about it. She says, it's not a big deal. The next attorney general could just, you know, fire the special counsel, which Joe is an accurate statement. Mm -hmm. If God forbid Joe Biden wins this election, he could demand that John Doran be fired as special counsel. Well, what's the wink and the nod? Ladies and gentlemen, Harmeet Dillon's not stupid. She knows full well that all of these hack Democrats, Sleazy Schiff, Big Dump Snadler, Pelosi, Eric Smarmywell, whatever his name is, she knows all of these lunatics are on tape telling the Trump team, if you dare, remember this, Joe, dare fire special counsel Mueller, you know, the PP investigator. Mm -hmm. If you dare fire the PP guy, we will accuse you of obstruction and impeach you. Oh, no, no. They, th <laughs> they thought those tapes disappeared. They thought those tapes magically disappeared. No, no, they're still out there. So, Harmeet, who's smarter than these idiots, the Democrats, she's giving you a wink and a nod, whether you picked it up or not, as your, most of you probably did. She says, yeah, no big deal. You can just fire them, door them if you want knowing full well that we will, if you do that, we will unleash Hades. Conservatives, what they're going to do in Congress, I don't know. We have a bunch of weak-kneed Republicans, but us at least, people trying to fight this fight, what we will do is unleash hell on them and demand and Biden get, uh, Biden get then impeached, if God forbid he wins, because you did what you warned us no president should do. You, Sleazy Schiff and Big Dumps Nadler said it on tape, did they not? You dare fire the special counsel, Joe. That's interference. That's obstruction. Hmm. That's a crime. You got to be impeached. Okay. They, that's why Nadler's losing his... You get the wink at... Paul, it makes sense. 
Apologize. Well, All right, guys, for honestly, uh, I didn't up. pick that up, to tell you the truth. I did not pick that up. Just to let you That's know. That's what I love about Joe. See, that's why everybody loves Joe. He's, no. always, he's a good audience on BuzzMe. He's like, he would have made himself look good. I would have never called him out because I love the guy. He's honest. I didn't pick it up. I'm telling you, it's the first thing I caught about this. It's Harmeet. Huh. She's very sleek in the way she does business. Me, I'm a little more open and out there and stuff. I just go right at it. <laughs> but she is giving you a wink and a nod. And she's almost daring them. Oh, okay, fire dorm. We'll see what happens. What'll happen with the rhinos up on the hill? Who knows? They're pretty gutless, a lot of them. But with us, even Paula, Paula's like, she, she, you have no idea how much Paula can't stand DC. Really? You think I can't stand them? It's geometric. She hates, she thinks they do nothing, absolutely nothing ever, ever, never, ever. So she's probably right. But Harmeet knows what's up. All right. I want to get to the second part. Because you may be like, all right, so it sounds like Bill Barr did a pretty good thing. Slipped all that stuff in there. Presidential campaigns, investigating them, investigating President Trump. The attack against him, I thought it was against the campaign. And then an investigation of Bob Mueller, we'll see what happens. Paul is nodding her head like, nothing's ever going to happen with these clowns. Well, not on this show. Something always happens. I'll get to the second part. Bad Bill in a second. That was good, Bill. Bad Bill. Let me get to my second sponsor, our friends at Simply Safe. Folks, you know, given my prior line of work, I am obviously obsessed with security. My house is blanketed in cameras and security for good reason. We've had serious problems. People sending us nasty stuff online. So it's not a joke to me. This is a very serious topic. Uh, it gets even more serious, sadly, around the holidays. Just in my neighborhood, the great sheriff down here, who is just uh, Sheriff uh, Snyder, who's an amazing guy, on their Facebook page, they put out a bunch of pictures of these porch pirates. You know, and they come and steal your boxes. He put out, he, so the sheriff's great. He puts pictures of the perps up on the Facebook page. So we could all, it's just terrific. I love the guy. And he catches everyone. There's almost always a rise in break-ins during, break during the holidays. You got all new stuff. Thieves want to steal it because they're losers. That's what they do. It's why Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale for you. 40% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. Recently, U.S. News and World Report called Simply Safe the best home security of 2020. We use it here, inside, outside. So whether you're traveling or staying put for the holidays, check out the 40% off plus free security camera deal before it ends this week. That's a huge saving. Paula put ours up in an hour. Maybe an hour and a half. We have a bigger house, but I took a snoozer. I've told this. I woke up. She already had the system installed. The app is super easy to use. I, you know, punch it off in the morning. It's great. Sometimes family forgets and, you know, so I punch it off. Because the system's so easy to use. I can figure it out. If I can figure it out, you can too. It won CNET Editor's Choice for uh, Home Security. It was named Best of 2020 by Forbes and Popular Mechanics. It has an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home. You can set it up for yourself in about 30 minutes. It's super easy. There's no contract. There's no hidden fees. There's no installation costs. None. Simply Safe security specialists take over from there, monitoring your home around the clock, ready to send emergency help the moment there's an alarm. Get 40% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera today. Here's the URL. It simply's with an I, by the way. S-I-M-P-L-I, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Get the URL right. I get a lot of emails. What's the URL, Dan? Hurry, the deal expires on Friday. On Friday. That's simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Check it out today. All right, so I told you there was a trade-off. Good Bill. Looks like Bill Barr did something good. Here's, I think, a little bit of bad... Bill Barr. I'm sorry. We got to call it like it is, folks. I'm not really happy with this at all. So um, a statement was put out yesterday. Of course, it was used by the media, totally misread because they're just, they're in the media, which inherently means their IQs have not passed the triple digit mark yet. Not a lot of aptitude or achievement in that whole media branch. That's why they majored in journalism, right? But they took this statement and ran with it. So let's go to the Wall Street Journal. So some coverage this morning. This is an ill-advised statement. I'm really sorry to the Department of Justice. Um, you know, when you do good things, I'll have your back. But this was just dumb. So the Wall Street Journal, their editorial board, they just love to hammer uh, Trump a lot, by the way. But, you know, we got to cover it from all angles and give you what uh, everyone else is saying, too. Trump's fraud claims hit a bar. A clever play there, folks. Bar. B-A-R-R. <laughs> the AG says the feds have seen no evidence that would overturn Joe Biden's victory. That's actually not what they said. Um, Maybe you should clear up your headline a little bit. This was an ill-advised statement. I'm going to put the screenshot up of the statement in a moment. But I want to, before I get to that, there are two takeaways from what I'm about to read to you in the statement that the Wall Street Journal alleges found no fraud. 
That's not exactly what they said. You know, precision journalism stuff. Come on, guys. You can do better. And ladies. I want you to keep a few key phrases and words in mind about this statement. Number one, dreaded air quotes here. Barr's statement has to date. For the journal and others, that means they haven't seen it to date. Joe, that means like as of yet. So I know we need a translator. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Joe said even more beautifully than me. But that's why they majored in journalism. Um, A lot of people leave that out. Of course, that part's kind of important, right? The next is scale. That word's going to be important. I'm not talking about scales on fish, but scale. And the other one, they even uh, incorporate, uh, Joseph. So far, we haven't seen anything. I want you to pay attention to that. All right, put up the screenshot and you'll see what I'm talking about. All right. Quote, Bill Barr can take the heat. And on Tuesday, the stalwart AG guaranteed he'll get it when he said, quote, to date. <laughs> Again, can I just, can I, I don't mean to, but I'm going to switch out to Wall Street Journal. This is Joe's words. So far, <laughs> we have not seen <laughs> fraud on a scale, scale, not a fish scale, on a scale that could have affected a different outcome in the election. Okay, that to date thing's kind of important. Uh, to Joe, at least, not to the journalism geniuses. Barr told the AP that allegations of particularized fraud, with some that, quote, potentially cover a few thousand votes, are being explored. But President Trump is down by 150,000 votes in Michigan, 80,000 in PA, 20,000 in Wisconsin. And for the idea that voting machines were compromised, Mr. Barr said the feds, quote, have looked into that. And he's quoting Joe Armacost. <laughs> So far, beautiful Joe. I didn't even plan that. We have, I didn't let him cheat to make up for not knowing the other thing. This is him. And so far, we haven't seen anything to substantiate that. Okay. Um, maybe important to note then, one, this is an ill-advised statement because if you haven't seen anything, Joe, just throwing it out there so far, maybe you should shut up until you do or you have a conclusive answer. <laughs> just throwing that out there. I mean, it's not like I haven't done federal investigations, huh? You don't ever come out and give a statement and go, listen, we're investigating this counterfeiter, major counterfeiter, passing super notes all over Long Island. Hey, so far, we don't have that much evidence, but we're getting there. Maybe have it tomorrow, maybe the next day, next week looks good. Who knows? Everybody be like, what kind of stupid statement is that? Maybe just shut up. I'm just throwing that out there until you can issue something conclusive. Sorry, guys. Like I said, I gave you a good bill, bad bill. Sometimes I'll write myself notes. Don't write yourself notes about jokes. They should just have, just, Joe, just show us when you have when you have something to say, right? Yeah. Just show it like pull a Jerry Maguire, right? All right. Show <laughs> me the money. Cuba Gooding Jr. Show me, just show us. He should be on the phone, Bill Barr with you. Show me the money. Show the money when you're ready. Just show, you don't have anything to show. So don't show me the money. There's nothing to show. There's no Jerry Maguire moment. Just be quiet. Zip it. And when you have something to say, say it. Just throwing that out there. What are you, Bob Sugar? Some of you get that joke. Now, another guy taking from the Harmy Dillon mold of people whose file of Fs is zero to give. If there were Fs to give, there's zero. The files, there's no Fs to give, right? They're out of that. Totally out of it is our friend Lou Dobbs at Fox, who is is the lightning rod Zeus-like thrower of fire. I love this guy. I love this guy. So Dobbs, who's out of all those thingies to give, was quite upset at Bad Bar. We had Good Bar, Bad Bar. Or, or should I say Good Bill, Bad Bill. Well, I was upset, I was upset at uh, Bad Bill. And uh, Lou just, <laughs> everybody keeps talking about unleashing a Kraken. Talk about a Kraken to unleash on this one. Dobbs just unloaded on Bar. Check this out. Today, a member of his own cabinet appeared to join in with the radical Dems and the deep state and the resistance. Attorney General William Barr, who has been absent for weeks and weeks, telling the Associated Press that the U.S. attorneys and FBI agents who have followed up on complaints of specific voter fraud across the country have produced nothing. To date, we have not seen fraud on a scale, he said, that could have affected a different outcome in the election. 
For the Attorney General of the United States to make that statement, he is either a liar or a fool or both. He may be uh, perhaps compromised. He may be simply unprincipled. Or he may be personally distraught or ill. But in no way can he honestly stand up before the American people and say that the FBI has, with any integrity or intensity, investigated voter fraud in this country and then say it did not amount to anything. Because what we are hearing just from the eyewitnesses in state legislative hearings, forget all of the rest, those eyewitnesses in state legislative hearings across the country tell the truth. I love this guy. I love it. So does Paula. Paula, her hits file, if you know what I mean, is zero too. She has no hits to give either. Put an S there. You get it. Sorry, folks. Sorry. I know it's family friendly. I can't help it. There are some days we just have to like tell it like it is, man. We just have to kind of go for it. The whole like Coward Stern private parts movie. Remember that? The wife's like, oh, Howard. You're and he's like, listen, we just got to go for it. Sometimes you just got to go for it. Paula has zero hits to give either. I love this guy. We, Paul and I, true story, flew out of PBI up to New York. We're on a plane with Dobbs. Dobbs, we were both going back to work for Fox. He was doing his show and was on a little whatever. Siesta time down here. Who knows? So we got to chat with Dobbs for a bit. He's the exact same dude in person. No hits to give. None. I love this guy. Putting everybody on notice. We're watching you, fucker. We're watching you. A lot of sad cultural reverend. That was the crazy De Niro, but he was watching Fokker. We're watching you, Bill. I've defended you a lot under extreme scrutiny, but this statement was really stupid. If you don't have to show us the money because you don't have the money, then don't be Jerry Maguire. You sound more like Bob Sugar. Just saying. Now, in his defense, because I always give both sides because I'm not a stupid journalist who went to journalism school because I couldn't take a real degree. Bill Barr did issue a correction or his Justice Department, which he runs. So, you know, this happened with his authorization after he realized, I think I just stepped in a steaming pile of hits. So here's the Daily Wire. Again, a piece up in the show notes. I encourage you to check it out. Uh, Here's Barr's statement where he they fire back from the DOJ. And they basically say, listen, the media reports you're wrong. Ryan Savidra, what's good pieces over there, Daily Wire. DOJ fires back at news organizations claiming voter fraud probes are over. Because, of course, the media misinterpreted what Joe was smart enough to read. Joe, who's one of the smartest guys, not being funny. Mm. Joe's like, Dan, to date means so far, which Bill quoted mm-hmm. Joe on later. <laughs> so far, we have, a, but the media was like, no, 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 voter fraud. It's all a hoax. Like, you know, not a hoax, not like the PP tape, which is real. This is a hoax. And he says, that's not what A.G. Barr said. Their statement's pretty clear. Their statement's crystal clear. That's not what Barr said. It was an ill-advised statement, folks, period, full stop. I'm not defending him, but I got to give you their counter or else I'm not giving you the information. Here's the statement from the DOJ cleaning up the mess after they stepped in it. Some media outlets have incorrectly reported that the DOJ concluded its investigation of election fraud and announced an affirmative finding of no fraud in the election. That is not what the AP reported, nor what the attorney general stated. Not. There's a not in there, folks, for the liberals listening. The DOJ will continue to receive and vigorously pursue all specific and credible allegations of fraud as expeditiously as possible. Clearly, Joe, what was this? Clean up aisle four. Someone get the mop. Get the mop. I used a lot of mops in my time. I have mopped a lot of floors. A lot. Get the mic with the greatest job I ever had. You learned so much responsibility. Complete the task. No snowflakes allowed. I mopped a lot of floors. This is a cleanup on aisle four. Can we all recognize the get the mop moment? Somebody get the mop. Please get the mop. Joe got the mop for him. Joe cleaned it up for him with mm-hmm. the so far. They were even quoting Joe in their statement. So far, amazing. Armacost got in there early. They watched this show early. <laughs> the media, of course, I know I'm on a roll today. It's the dexamethasone. I swear. The day after chemo, you're always on fire. The dexamethasone, it's amazing. It'll wear off tomorrow. I'll be a dead man walking. It's okay. Today's good enough. It'll carry you through tomorrow. 
just, there's nothing like this. <laughs> nothing. I'm sorry. You know everything about my life. I probably violated my own HIPAA violation. Can I do that? No, I can share you my own medical stuff. Can I do that? I swear. There's like nothing you don't know about. <sighs> at all. I see people out there and I, like, they see me in airports and they tell me things about myself. I'm like, how'd you know that? Like you said it on your show a year ago. I'm like, I did? That sounds crazy. No, you said it. I'm like, oh my gosh, <sighs> that is crazy. Everything. Just go for it. Private parts. Not mine. The movie. That would be weird. She's losing it over there. But the media is not going to report that, of course. That that's not what Barr said. So my suggestion here is twofold. Media people, stop being idiots and stop saying Barr said there was no election fraud because you can't read or you can and you're morons. That's not what the statement says at all. Just ask, call producer Joe. He'll get back to you. No, we won't. But he'll clean it up for you, media idiots. He'll do what I do. He'll throw your email in the trash. Um, <laughs> but secondly, to the Bar Justice Department, I'm reasonably confident speaking for Joe there. Stop issuing statements about, remember G.I. Jane? 52nd cultural reference in the show today, but necessary. G.I. Jane, I know I'm getting this wrong right, because one of my, my favorite lines in that crazy movie, she, that she comes in trying to bark at the, the CO of the special ops base. And she says, I'm not making a statement. And he responds back, gets up in her grill. And he's like, people who don't want to make statements don't make statements about not making statements. If you had no statement to make, Mr. Barr, then don't make a statement. Just go watch G.I. Jane and take some advice from the commander on the base. I'll have to find out his name later. Whatever, Commander Old Man Joe to go back to the beginning of the show. I know it's not PC now, but when he was the commander, it was probably PC. Commander Old Man Joe. Just take his advice. Smart man. Old man Joe, in my name, old man Pat in my neighborhood, was the smartest guy on the block. That's why we sat on his stoop. It's called a stoop in New York. We took advice from Take advice from old man Joe, the CEO of the base. Don't make statements about not making statements, claiming you don't want to make a statement because you made a statement. And it was a stupid statement without a statement to make. I'm just saying. Friendly advice. That was just topic one. We had eight. I'm not sure we're going to get to all those today. But I will get to number two because this is a big one. Trump dropping a huge bombshell on the tech tyrant's head. This was critical yesterday. Before I get to that, let me get to my third sponsor because I'm hungry. By the way, remind me, I got to take that drug I'm putting in big letters because if I don't, I'll be yakking all over. Sorry, I know that's gross, but you got to take that stuff. But I am super starving right now and I need some food. And I listen, these reads are great for Omaha, but reading them when you're hungry is really tough because my mouth starts to water and I can never get through it because I love Omaha steaks and so does everybody in my family. They are just the best, finest steaks out there. And a woman emailed me yesterday and she wanted to know how to get our deal. I'm giving it to you at the end. Pay attention to the promo code and how to get it, right? This is really cool. Omaha steaks are perfectly aged. 100% American grain finished steaks for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. They are delicious. We don't need anything else in this house. Our freezer's stacked. First world problems. We have two extra freezers downstairs. It's all Omaha steaks. My mother-in-law goes shopping downstairs before she leaves. I come, she takes all my steaks. It's all right. I love her to death. That's why I didn't call the cops. If this 2020 holiday season feels like it's been a long time coming, make it worth the wait. Send the perfect gift. Send yourself something special and bring families together for a delicious Omaha steak holiday feast. Even better, send the deluxe grillers assortment. Send it to your neighbor and then go over there and eat over there. That's, that's the greatest. Uh, you'll, you'll thank me. What does the Deluxe Grillers assortment include? A vast variety of entrees, sides, and incredible desserts my kids go crazy for. Right now, you can get this mouth-watering package plus four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price available only to my listeners. Only to my listeners. It's a discount of over 50%. Here's how you do it to the woman who emailed me yesterday. Thank you for your interest. Go to omahasteaks.com. Just put that on your website. And enter the promo code B-O-N-G-I-N-O, Bongino, my last name, into the search bar once you get to the website. Omaha Steaks is not just steak. It is a guaranteed, fantastic gift. People love you if you give it and a safe way to share the joy of the season. And don't forget when you order the Deluxe Grillers Assortment, Deluxe Grillers Assortment, you'll always get four free Omaha Steaks burgers and a free digital meat thermometer. It's a nice one too. It's one of those cheapo ones. From it's really nice. It comes in a big box. Use my code Bongino at omahasteaks.com by typing that in the search bar. You won't find this deal anywhere else. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety with every order. This food is delicious, folks. I would not steer you wrong. Visit omahasteaks.com, type in Bongino in the search bar, shop the best gourmet gifts of the season. 
Thank you, Omaha Steaks. <clears throat> yeah, Reed is tough when you're hungry. I'm starving. I fast on the day I do the chemo. So I'm like dying for food right now. And Omaha Steaks is like, mm. my wife makes this white rice, Omaha Steaks ground beef combo. Ah, She grinds up all kinds of peppers and tomatoes and onions in the food processor thing and like liquid dumps it in. Incredible. Maybe Ducey's next cookbook will throw that in there. Ducey, if you're listening, reach out. You know my email. Call Paula. She's giving the thumbs up. The stuff's amazing. I'm telling you, it's like you'll never eat anything like it. Incredible. We used Omaha Steaks ground beef. Oh. All right, moving on. Sorry, got a little bit of hiccups. Maybe time for sorry, folks. Relief band time. There you go. So President Trump yesterday tweeted out that he wants to, let me get the quote right. He wants section two. Oh my God, if I get the hiccups, this will be horrible during the show. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to this happened last time, remember, Joe? Okay, may have to, it will allow a couple, <laughs> but after that, Joe's going to have to do some fancy work. So President Trump yesterday threatened to completely terminate, wants Section 230 completely terminated. I'll explain what that is and what this has to do with the tech tyrants in a minute. Just hang. Oh my gosh. I'm really sorry, folks. It's chemo. It's bear with me. Well, I'll just do any more after this. We're going to have to cut some out because it's weird. New York Post, read this article. It's up in the show notes. Trump threatens to veto defense bill if Congress doesn't repeal Section 230 by Emily Jacobs. Okay, first, what is Section 230? What does this have to do with the tech tyrants? And in a moment of, let me say, candor and honesty, I have to be, I have to be very, I, I, full disclosure as always, I know it's annoying, but it's important to say, to be honest, I am, I do have a financial interest in competitors to Twitter and Rumble, uh, uh, Twitter and YouTube, excuse me, respectively, Parler and Rumble. So I think you all know that. From the screenshot, let's read, what does he want to do? So this is uh, President Trump's tweet yesterday. Section 230, which is a liability shielding gift from the U.S. to, quote, big tech, the only companies in America that have it, is corporate welfare. He says it's a serious threat to our national security and election integrity. Our country can never be safe and secure if we allow it to stand. Therefore, if the very danger... Dangerous and unfair Section 230 is not completely terminated as part of the NDAA, the National Defense Bill. I will be forced to unequivocally veto the bill when sent to this very beautiful resolute desk. Take back America. Now, he continued adding a thank you for good measure. Now, he wants Section 230 completely terminated. So I would be remiss and I would, I'd be acting like a media knucklehead if I didn't tell you what exactly about 230 offends the president and others. And why it gives Twitter, Facebook, and others this perceived sense of immunity. Let's go to Cornell Law. And I want to, this is the section of 230. It's in question. I'm going to tell you how I think a better way to handle this is. And folks, again, I can only tell you from the bottom of my heart, this is not done. I learned a lot when I became a part investor and a part owner of some of these. I learned a ton. And I want to explain to you, if we completely terminate 230, there could be a really pernicious outcome for us not for Twitter. Okay, let's go to Section 230. This is Cornell Law. This is Section 47 of the U.S. Code, Section 230. It's called, if you want to look it up, it's called Protection for Private Blocking and Screening of Offensive Material. It talks about civil liability. In other words, can you sue Twitter or Facebook for a post someone puts up? If someone puts up in a post, say, Producer Joe robbed the bank, why can't you sue Twitter? Well, they have this civil liability blanket, and here's what it says. This is the actual code. No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be held liable on account. So Twitter and others can't be held liable of any action voluntarily taken in good faith to restrict access to or availability of material that the provider or user considers to be obscene, lewd, lascivious, filthy, excessively violent, harassing, or this is the key term, otherwise objectionable. Let me, Joe, do we need to translate? Mm. Does the Dan Bongino translator have to come on right now? A little bit. You give me, I, I can see what Paul is like, yeah, you need to translate. Yeah. <laughs> what that basically means is Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and others, they can pull down content, take it off their platform if it falls into one of those categories. Obscenity, lewdness, violence. Those aren't really the issues. The issues that have really had an 
uh, that have really caused Twitter and Facebook problems are otherwise objectionable. What the hell does that mean? You want the answer? Joe's like, yeah, give me the answer. That means whatever the hell Twitter and Facebook thinks it means. <laughs> they don't like President Trump's tweet. We pulled it down. Why? Oh, we thought it was otherwise objectionable. Oh, yeah, well, well, can you define that? No, we don't need to. It's in Section 230. And they don't. Folks, the argument's no simple. It's, it's no more difficult than that. That is the simplest way to describe to you the problem with Section 230. You can't sue Twitter for taking your conservative content down because Twitter says, now nah, we just go to Section 230. We found your content uh, otherwise objectionable. What does that mean? Hell, if I know, it's in Section 230. Eh. We gave them this pass. So you may be saying, Dan, you sound like you're making President Trump's argument. What's, what's your point? You said you weren't all in for it. I am and I'm not. There's no question Section 230 is a disaster. None. Zero. The same zero file that Harmeet and Lou Dobbs are grabbing from for their hits, if you know what I mean. Zero. But folks, a better way to do it, because I'll tell you what will happen in a minute. Let me tell you the better way, and I'll tell you what happened if we totally wipe out 230, is to just amend 230, get rid of all that objectionable, all that other stuff, lewd. No one, lewd, no one, what's the definition of that? I mean, you could put, honestly, I'm not being funny. You could put up a picture and say a bikini. If you're some dude, I don't know, maybe you're from South America, you like Speedos. Who knows? Well, they, they like the Speedo down there. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, that's lewd, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Twitter could say, we deem it lewd. What are you going to do, sue them? We deem it lewd, we pulled it down. How about this? How about you throw that section of 230 out and you amend it with, you will be protected from civil liability, Twitter, Facebook, Parler, and others, YouTube. If you pull down content that constitutes a crime or terrorism, or that, and just leave it at that. The rest of the stuff, let the public determine. The greatest analogy I ever heard is, do you notice, Joe, we don't sue the phone company if someone calls you uh, call someone over the phone and starts yelling at them about their politics. Hey, old man Joe, screw you and your dopey conservative Trump supporting stuff. Nobody sues the phone company. Nobody asks the company to stop phone service. So you're asking millions of Americans to be cut off from Twitter and Facebook because Parler, we don't do that, obviously. You're asking millions of Americans who don't even, don't even talk of communicate primarily through Twitter and Facebook now. You're asking these companies to cut them off because you don't like their political beliefs because you find them otherwise objectionable. So you're going to cut them off from communicating with the entire globe on a platform pretty much everyone uses. (laughs) Sounds kind of tyrannical to me. The verdict is in. Dan Bongino's right. Maybe if we told them the same rules applied as the phone company. You cannot call old man Joe on the phone and threaten his life. A police report will be filed and you run the very real risk of being in prison. You commit a crime on Twitter? You promoting terrorism on Twitter? Okay, fair enough. Everyone else can decide for themselves. We're all big boys and big girls. We'll define what hate speech is. When we know it, downvote people. Move them off your platform. Stop following them. But don't take 230. I promised I'd tell you why. That I forgot, right? Folks, if we repeal 230 altogether, it's not going to help. It's actually going to hurt. Why? Because if 230 goes out, that means none of these companies have any liability protection at all against lawsuits. You're questioning, what are you saying right now? Paul and Joe, you're like, great. Let's let everybody sue them. No, not great. No? How's that not great? We can't stand Twitter and Facebook. I mean, you call them Facebook. No, folks. Once it's pulled down, Twitter and Facebook are going to take everything down. Everything. Why? Come on, Joe, you know the answer. Because they're going to say, we don't want to be sued. Everything's coming down. Everything. There will be no communication platform. You may say, oh, great, we'll get rid of them. Folks, listen, no, because you'll get rid of us at Parler. Dan, you have an interest in that. No, folks, I have an interest in getting my ideas out. People ask me all the time, how come you don't just get off Twitter and post exclusively on Parler? Why would I get off Twitter? There are liberal idiots there who need to be called out. My... Social media home is parlor. I love it there. So I post my exclusives, my videos. I enjoy it. I like it. No, it's not an echo chamber at all. But why would I get off these other platforms? We're still on YouTube, but my home is Rumble. There's an exclusive window. My show goes on Rumble. I'm not a hypocrite. They're my competitors. 
I literally lose money by posting on there. I can have a, because I believe that we have to fight that fight everywhere. I'm just asking you to make your home places that respect you. So I'm, it's not some hypocritical statement. We can't crush Twitter and Facebook and let them get sued by everyone because, ladies and gentlemen, your website, if you have a comment section on your website, whatever it may be, conservativeoldmanjoe.com, and someone puts a comment on there, and there's no civil liability protection. If you remember, that applies to websites too, not just Twitter and Facebook. You can be sued too. What's going to happen? You're going to pull your website down. It's not the right call. I'm sorry. I know it's not the popular thing to say, but I don't do popular. I do right. E- you know, easy and right are not always the same thing. I'm not going to give you the easy path. It's not the right one. Just amend that section of 230, throw out otherwise objectionable, and make it crimes or terrorism. Let everyone else decide. We're all big boys. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And what do we got? Oh, oh, the James O'Keefe stuff. Did you see this? I had to wait a day. I always, I don't want to be first. I like to be right. I had to wait a day. I want to let this stew a little bit because there were a few corrections involved on who at CNN was on the call or whatever. But James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, just laying it down. <laughs> CNN must be really terrified by this guy. I mean, seriously, I'm not even kidding. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Today, uh, our final sponsor today is GenuCell. It's a Christmas and holiday season sale from our friends at Chamonix. This Christmas season, get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum, Paula's new favorite, absolutely free with your order. I posted a picture of me and Paula on Instagram yesterday, and I got many comments on, yeah, not the family one. I know you wanted to keep that secret for the Christmas card, but me looking at Paula. If you want to go to my Instagram, at Bongino, see, that's a fake book thing. I'm over there. It's not, you know. But check it out because I got a lot of compliments on how beautiful Paula is. You're absolutely right. Zotique Deep Deep Correcting Serum from Chamonix means skin that is smooth as silk, free from redness, acne, and acne scars. Faster collagen production too. Can't beat that. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, and diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts. You can even say goodbye to crow's feet and laugh lines. And with its immediate effects... See results in 12 hours or less. Everyone will see the difference guaranteed or 100% of your money back. That is the Chamonix promise. Visit genucel.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com and enter the code. Don't forget this code, DAN40. That's DAN40, the number 40, DAN40. I check out for even more holiday savings. Treat yourself this holiday. Get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. Crystals at-home microdermabursion. For microdermabrasion, spit it out treatment. That's really good. Exfoliating mask and a surprise luxury gift, all free with your order today. That's four free gifts plus free upgrade to priority shipping. Genucell.com, genucell.com. That's genucell.com, code Dan40. Okay. Don't let me forget, Paula, the Jax update too. You promised me you wouldn't let me, see. even if you have to scream it, Jax, Apex Tattoo Factory. Probably a, a, his website. There you go. He almost crashed the poor guy's website last time. Do it again. Do it again. It'd be the greatest crash. Apex Tattoo Factory, North Carolina. Apex, North Carolina. Before we get to that, James O'Keefe, uh, again, the hits file for James O'Keefe, zero. He just goes after CNN like this. Because we all knew CNN's a, you know, not, not a real journalism organization. And, and listen, that's okay. Right, Joe? What do you mean that's okay, Dan? No. That is okay. What's not okay is they don't admit it. They still pretend they do news, which is hilarious. Just be honest. I have no problem. I, I'm not a work at Twitter or Facebook. I, I have no problem debating liberals. They're always wrong. I love it. I, matter of fact, I'm working on something right now. I'll have to talk to you about it later. I love debating. It's my favorite thing to do. Because they're always wrong at everything and they don't know anything. But just admit, you're a liberal propaganda channel. You're not news. And I'm okay with that. But they don't. They pretend they're news, which is hilarious. So James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. <laughs> this is really hilarious. Apparently, for about two months, he has been accessing the conference calls of CNN leadership about their, quote, news programming. And this is amazing. He's been on the call for two months recording them. So yesterday, he decides on the, this is not a joke. He decides on their conference call, he's been listening to for two months quietly. You know, he doesn't announce himself. Hey, I'm James O'Keefe. But he decided to announce himself yesterday. This is absolutely priceless, hilarious stuff. Here's O'Keefe telling them for the first time he's been listening to their conference calls for two months and listen to the response. They're like, diaper time, big dumps Nadler time. This is hilarious. Check this out. You're unmuted. Hey, Jeff Zucker, are you there? 
Hey, yes. this is James O'Keefe. Uh, we've been listening to your CNN calls for basically two months, uh, recording everything. Um, just wanted to ask you some questions, if you have a minute. Um, do you still feel you're the most trusted name in news? Because I have to say, from what I've been hearing on these phone calls, I don't know about that. I mean, we got a lot of recordings that indicate you're not really that uh, independent of a, of a journalist. Okay. Um, thank you for uh, thank you for uh, your comments. Um, so, everybody, in light of that, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll set up a, a, a new system and we'll uh, we'll be back with you. We'll do the rest of the call uh, a little bit later. We're going to release okay. those recordings today at 7 o'clock. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. <laughs> and you too. <laughs> this is alert. Thank you, everybody, and have a nice day. After they realize their conference calls, CNN, have been listened to for two months and recorded. What does he say, Zucker? Thank you and have a nice day. And James goes, yeah, you too. You have a nice <laughs> day. Wait, wait, wait. Do we have the I'm sorry. Oh, I have a Yeah. This is, is this not one of those moments? Is this not one of those moments? All we need is the cigar. I, I have one. I'm putting that That thing's been in my mouth so many. It's disgusting. That cigar's right. This is it. The own the libs glasses time. Yeah, you too. You have a good day too. This, I, I'm telling you, I don't know where he gets this. I have no idea. But CNN absolutely hates this guy. So here's one of the recordings. Again, big hat tip to Project Veritas. Well, Paula, do you know their exact website? Because I want to make sure we get it right. Project Veritas. Do you have, the, there she go. I know what she's doing right there. She's putting the Dan Bongino on the Libs logo with the, with the digitized glasses on. There she is. There we go with the cigar. That actually looks more like a joint. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, that is not a cigar. I don't know how Paula put that in there, folks. If you want to see it, um, email Paula. Uh, her email is info, info at Bongino.com. Uh, please to complain that that is not a cigar. That is um, what you would call a marijuana cigarette, otherwise known as a doobie, um, a joint, a shorty. Uh, as when I grew up, it was called by a thousand different. I have never smoked a doob in my life. Telling <laughs> you. See, I, that's not a cigar. That's not a cigar. Very sorry, Paul. That is not a cigar. Joe was in the music business. He may oh. have more experience with doobies than I do. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Statute of limitations is up. There's Joe with the doobie. Well, how did you do that? There's Joe with the doobie. I did not know that was coming. Not a joke. Joe, that may be real. I don't know. Statute of limitations is up. Joe's going to have to handle that in his own show one day when we do the Joe Armacost show. I'm not saying anymore. Joe, don't say anything. I'm not sure where the statute of limitations. But the man was a very famous musician back in the day. Doobies, marijuana. I don't know. Me? No doubt. I'm telling you, never smoked a joint in my life. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Who who knew? We'll have to get that footage sometime. So this is James O'Keefe. Whether he smoked a doobie, I have no idea. I doubt it. But he definitely gets the digitized on the libs glasses for that one because that's just hilarious. Have a nice day. You too. (laughs) Okay, it goes on. It gets better. Here is what I got to get. I had a conference call. I know. I, I told Paul and Joe, hey, we got to speed it up. We got to get the show out on time. And I'm the one like going, today's been like a, a plethora of pop culture references and unintended sarcasm. Here is one of the tapes. This is CNN, again, pretending to be a news organization on a conference call where they actually think it's news and journalism to regurgitate Biden team talking points about the transition, literally. They're talking about how, like, the Biden team has told them to minimize Trump's protestations about the election, which is news. Is it not, Joe? The president of the United States is alleging there's potential election fraud. That's kind of news, right? If you do news. Yeah. I had to rely on Joe to clean up the DOJ statement. Now I'm relying on Joe to clean up journalism, too. Kind of news. Not to CNN. Because the Biden team told them not to talk about that and to focus on Biden's transition. So, of course, they're not a news channel. They're an activist network for Biden. Here, listen to them talk about it on this call here. CNN says on Jeff Zucker's 9 a.m. editorial conference call how they, the Democratic Party, powerful interest groups, may determine how CNN will cover Trump not conceding the presidential election. I just want to underscore something that Michael said earlier about the transition and Trump because I've been talking to a lot of people this morning on both sides. And I just keep hearing the same thing, folks from Republicans who have not come out to congratulate Biden, but but also to those who have in the Democrats. And that is that we have to be 
you know, news organizations have to be very careful and very responsible about not giving Trump too much of a platform on his not conceding because they feel the transition can go forward and, you know, other than the national security briefings, which are critical to start now, uh, they just don't want us to exaggerate that Trump isn't leaving office. And I'm going to have a lot of specific reporting on that later today, but just big picture wanted to underscore what Michael had said. Yep. Agreed. That's amazing. I'm being very serious here. That is stunning. Like Kenny Bell stunning. I don't have time because I can unring it. You can't unring a bell. You just got to put your hand. That's stunning. Zucker says, yep, I agree. The president of the United States is not conceding an election because there are substantive, substantial issues with the viability, freeness, and fairness of the election. The president of the United States And CNN was instructed by the Biden camp basically to minimize that story, which is the news story of the century. Right, Joe? Help them out, Joe. You've been great today. Helping out the DOJ. Would you agree? Yeah. Easily. Yes. That a presidential election could have been tipped by voter fraud and the president refuses to concede. But no, the news organization. And she says in the beat, go rewind it. Listen again. As a news organization. Did you not miss that? As a news organization, we're not going to cover the news. Because the Biden team told us just to focus on their transition. Oh. News organization not covering the news. I'm Joe, do those connect? Nah. Or is that kind of like uh, a dog and a cricket, if you know what I mean? Like that, they don't connect, right? Yeah, ain't happening, no. Nah, cricket wouldn't like it either. Not going to work. <laughs> Maybe not the dog either. Not going to happen. That's CNN in a nutshell. You know, we'd like to talk about the biggest story of the century, potential fraudulent election, but let's not because Biden said focus on, <laughs> on the transition. Yes, they get on one knee. Yes, of course. Of course, we will do that for you. Shall we lay palm fronds down in front of you so you can walk on them as well? Shall we spray you with scented oils? Big dumps is around. What else shall we do? What else? Would you like a cup of coffee, Java, maybe a chamomile tea? Brian Stelter, coffee boy, can go get it for you. When he's not playing George Costanza on Seinfeld. What else can we do? What was that? Was that a sound effect you're just doing? If it was, it was hysterical. You totally missed that. Ah! Unintended. All right, I got to wrap this up. I got to go. I got a thing in a minute here. Like, what do we care about your thing? Do the show. I know, but the show's already running. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, you know, we're not, we're not talkers here. I talk for a living, but we do when we have to do. So I told you that my good friend down in North Carolina who owns Apex uh, Tattoo Factory, uh, Jax, actually I haven't known Jax, but I, I like to support people who fight the good fight. He dared, air quotes, to open up his business in the middle of these ridiculous North Carolina shutdowns because he had to feed his kids. You know, crazy things like that, Joe, trying to feed your kids and yeah. family. <laughs> what a maniac. So Jax was promptly arrested, the owner of Apex Tattoo Factory. Well, I had promised you on the show that to support Jax and others that I was going to fly up there and go get a tattoo from Jax. Here's the video if you'd like to see it, rumble.com slash Bongino. That's me and my formerly uh, incredibly muscular back before chemo where I'm down like 10 pounds. Totally disappointing. Look at that. Self-praise thinks, Dan. Whatevs, you'll have to roll me there. But that's Jax (laughs) giving me uh, the tattoo on my back, which I love. The symbolic fish. I am a Christian. I love Jesus Christ. And I say that proudly. Um, so I got that tattoo on my back. So there's a video if you'd like to see it. Well, why are we talking about that now? That happened a long time ago. Who cares about your formerly muscular? <laughs> kidding. I'm joking, folks. How to get on my back? Where else was I going to put it? My forehead? My, you know, you got to put it on my back. Was the only spot. I have tattoos everywhere. I got them up here. I got them here. I got them everywhere. There's nowhere else to stick them. So we can fight back. We were informed yesterday. What was it, Paul? The charges were dropped. The case against Jax, arresting him for daring to open his business, was dismissed. All right. So I will repeat my favorite line. Isn't that great news, Joe? Yes, sir. I mean, it's great. It reminds me of a line, Joe, you're familiar with because you've heard it often. Mm. Hat tip to our pen friend. He loves when I show his pen. You can fight back. 
and you can win, and people will stand with you. And my good friend Ginny Thomas had the greatest line ever one time. She said, folks, we are the leaders we've been waiting for. Don't wait for Bill Barr. These rhinos in D.C. They ain't going to do a damn thing. They're not. Paula knows it. I know it. You quietly know it, too, some of you. They're not. And if they do it, I'll be stunned pleasantly, and I'll talk about it. We are the leaders we've been waiting for, all of us. We can all stand up in our own small way and make a big difference. So good job, Jax. Go to Apex Tattoo Factory, A-P-E-X. Find their website. We crashed their website. I don't want to crash their website, but it'd be great if you all went there and checked them out. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please do not miss my exclusive interview. Proud to say that with Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, a one of the bravest American patriots I have ever met. Talk about a guy who was the leader we've been waiting for. He, she knows that statement well. We are the leaders we've been waiting for. And Mike Flynn, embrace it. Do not miss that. We'll be launching it tomorrow. And subscribe to the video show. Uh, we just passed 700,000 subscribers, all free. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Rumble.com slash Bongino. The video today, folks, I'm not kidding. I know it's me. And for the third time, self-praise really stinks. But the video today is priceless, especially Paula's additions, which I did not expect. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks a lot. We'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.